Charlotte. If you pick them up and move them, babies are still being delivered. People are still having heart attacks. All of this is still going on now outside the medical infrastructure. U.S. sanctions against Russia over Ukraine pushing gas prices to new highs, among other reasons. CBS News reporter Christopher Cruz. Middle Eastern nations have been slow to increase production. U.S. producers are working to increase supplies, but they say it will take a while before that has any effect at the pump. But CBS polls show most Americans support the Russia sanctions, even if it means paying more for gas. Just out, a new report on a link between air pollution and depressed kids. CBS's Monica Ricks has that. Experts have found exposure to ozone from air pollution has been linked to an increase in depressive symptoms in adolescents over time, even in neighborhoods that meet air quality standards. That's according to the American Psychological Association. Experts find pollutants can cause health issues, including asthma and respiratory viruses. But in kids, it can also cause problems with concentration and sleep and lead to thoughts about suicide. Researchers say kids are more exposed to these symptoms because they tend to spend more time outdoors. No longer required indoors masks in California schools. Inside, I wanted to keep my mask on. An eight-year-old refused, Nick, but Greater L.A., the nation's second largest school district, is keeping its mask mandate in place for now. Tom Brady's returning to the NFL, and a quarterback who's 10 years younger would like to as well. Remember Colin Kaepernick? Kaepernick says, quote, man, do I miss throwing to professional route runners. His latest pitch for work comes six years after his last NFL action. He's 34 years old now. He became persona non grata after kneeling during the national anthem to protest racial injustice. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Here in the UK, all professional soccer games begin with players and coaches taking the knee. Their message is that racism has no place in sports or society. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And Doug. Don't you just love the smell of old books? This is a library. Sorry, ma'am. We're looking for a book titled Liberty Mutual Customizes Your Car Insurance So You Only Pay for What You Need. I don't think we carry that, but check nonfiction. It really does devour literature. Please leave. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Gentlemen, you can easily find the best brands and fits for you without even trying. Just follow these simple instructions. Step one. Shop somewhere that does all the work for you by customizing a selection for your taste and body. Step two, level up your closet with the best brands and fits with little or no effort. Not trying has never looked so good. Stitch Fix, we're so you. As we reported earlier, there's more pain at the pump. AAA reports the national average for a gallon of gas jumped again to more than $4.30. But it's not just fuel costs that are driving up. Bankrate senior economic analyst Mark Hamrick puts the level of inflation in historical perspective. The latest snapshot of inflation at the retail level is really eye-popping, the likes of which we have not seen in four decades. The Consumer Price Index up 7.9% over the past year. That's the most since June of 82. 
Wendy Gillette, CBS News. And finally, WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange is getting married in London's high-security Belmarsh Prison next week. Just four guests will be allowed to attend. British designer and Assange supporter Vivienne Westwood is making the wedding dress for the 50-year-old's fiancé and a kilt for Assange himself. His parents have links to Scotland. The couple already have two children. No honeymoon. I'm Vicki Barker, CBS News. This tax filing season could be one for the record books. There are thousands of dollars worth of new tax credits on the table, and Jackson Hewitt will help make sure you get every one you deserve. Tax credits for being a parent, taking care of a parent, taking classes, and so much more. Don't leave thousands on the table. Jackson Hewitt will make sure you get credit for all you do and get your biggest refund guaranteed. Learn more and find your nearest location at jacksonhewitt.com. You can unlock more cash than you realize from your home's equity with a cash-out refinance today. In the last year, average home values have gone up nearly 20%. And with Rocket Mortgage, you can unlock thousands in less than three weeks. But you've got to act right now before rates go up. So when you're looking to unlock the cash in your home, Rocket can. Call 833-8-ROCKET today or go to rocketmortgage.com to get started. Rocket. Rates current as a 12-12-21. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. Anomalous consumer access. Not over 3030. Call 800-490-1233 for disclosures and cost information. I'm Malcolm. I'm a commercial cash management specialist, but I'm also a leader and a musician. At Park National Bank, we're more than our job titles, and you're more than an check, check. You get personal attention and direct access to a caring, compassionate banker who respects and responds to your needs and goals. Find Malcolm or a banker near you at parknationalbank.com. Park National Bank, where you mean more. Check. Member FDIC, parknationalbank.com. Daily reports at the stock market's close. Check. Tune in at 5.30 tonight on WATH to stay informed about your money. The stock market report is brought to you by Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, serving Athens County since 2005. The Goldsberry Wealth Strategies stock market report airs exclusively in Athens County on 970 WATH weekdays at 5.30 immediately after our local newscast. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. From Gruzer Realty and Building, it's Larry Conrath, the only Larry Conrath in real estate. Larry Conrath, he sells houses. Larry Conrath, he sells houses. Larry Conrath, he sells houses, farms and acreage, too. For the only Larry Conrath in real estate, please call 5913015, 5913015. What was that number? It's 5913015. Call the only Larry Conrath in real estate. 5913015. 913015. Your sports leaders in Athens County, 970 WATH and WXTQ Power 105, the flagship station of your Ohio Bobcats and the home of the Athens County Game of the Week. And on 970 WATH, tune in for the Ohio State Buckeyes, Cincinnati Reds, Columbus Blue Jackets, Cincinnati Bengals, and all season long, Athens Bulldog football, basketball, and baseball. Monday through Friday, tune in to the sports fans starting at 6.06 and stay up to date with local sports. Follow us on Twitter at WATHWXTQ Sports. Here at A Work of Heart, we are grateful for our customers and their loyalty. You have been a blessing to us, and we thank you again. 2021 was a challenge for us all. If you need a positive influence for the coming year, come into our store for a new spring flag or rug. We have the best selection of flags in the Mid-Ohio Valley. We have beautiful framed art made in Pennsylvania and Indiana. Many of our pieces of art have been painted and designed by our local artist, Dee Jones. 
Our inspirational routed signs have been made in Indiana and West Virginia. If you need some new decor for your cabin or ski lodge, we have just what you need. Bear, deer, eagles, moose, wolves, horses, cows, roosters, chickens, pigs, goats, turkeys, dogs, cats, bunnies, ducks, and so much more. You can find it all at a work of heart in Grand Central Mall, Vienna, West Virginia. And find us on Facebook or at a workofheart.biz. Athens County cares about you. I'm Micah. Join me Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 on Classic Hits 970 AM and 971 FM WATH for discussions about essential information for seniors, such as nutrition, caregiving, mental health, Medicare, and all other relevant topics for seniors in Athens County and the surrounding areas. Athens County Cares, a project of United Seniors of Athens County, Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 a.m. on WATH. A message from the National Police Association. It used to be that any able-bodied person would offer to assist a police officer in danger. Now, passers-by are more likely to take a video. There's a better use for your phone when an officer's in trouble. Call 911. Tell the operator where you are and what you see. Then, start your video to provide evidence later. To learn more about how you can assist law enforcement, visit nationalpolice.org. That's nationalpolice.org. I-N-E-P-T. track. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters! Oysters! Raw! 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 We're here on the campus of NF Tech, and we're going to be talking with Coach Art Turk, the head football coach and athletic director coach. Wait a minute, let me close this here window. You got all that traffic noise out there? Well, thank you. That's that's uh, much better. And it's let me say first of all, it's a pleasure to have you on our station. Where well, it's nice to be had. Coach, your football team this year is going to be starting the season next week, and I know the folks want to find out uh, about your program and about your school, and really that's the reason that we're on here. Well, that's right. You know, we ain't been getting what you call your good publicity, and I ain't. I know that ain't no fault of our fine SID, but, uh, you know, the more folks what finds out about our program, the more folks what comes to our ball game, and the more folks what comes to our ball games, the more support we get from our fans in the stands, and the more support we get from the fans in the stands, the more ball games we'll win. Exactly how long have you been coaching here? Well, I'm glad you asked me that question. You know, I've been coaching here at NF Tech ever since 1937, and I know that all the fine fans out there know what a real consistent, fine record we have here at our school. And what is that record, Coach? Well, as a matter of fact, uh, we've been playing uh, 17 different sports here at the school, and uh, we're still looking for our first victory. And I'll be back with Coach Art Turf in just a moment. And the Art Turf Show is proudly sponsored by Sunglasses. You need them today. You, you do. And over the weekend, my wife started wearing some. She's had them for years, but it was just really bright. Yes. And I guess she's bright, too. Visiting with Coach Art Turf, head football coach at NF Tech. And Athletic director. Don't want to mispronounce any of my titles. I not only am I the head coach, but I am the athletic director responsible for all the athletic programs here at NF Tech. You have to wear several hats when you're in a school such as this, don't you, Coach? Well, that'd be fine, but I ain't got but one. Coach, I know your fall practice has just been completed, and tell us what type of uh, practice you had leading into this season. 
where we had a fine practice. You know, we got some fine boys trying out for the team this year. We got some fine offensive players. We got some fine defensive players. And we got some fine boys playing on the special teams. So what we're going to have and all the fans are going to see when they come to our ball games this year is a fine ball team. Do you have many players returning from last year? Well, as a matter of fact, we got most of the boys what was on our real consistent team from last year, especially our captain, good old Needles Norgan. Folks are going to find out about him a little bit later on. He's our ninth-year senior. He adds stability to our program, and he is going to be the anchor of our fine team this year. Coach, you told me a moment ago that uh, you were still uh, uh, looking for that uh, first win. You, of course, had reference to this season, didn't you? Well, no, uh, but I do want to point out that there ain't no coach in the nation what can match my consistent record, all dating back to 1937. We've been playing 11, 17 different sports, and, and uh, I do want to point out to all the fans that just as soon as we win our first ball game this year, and we are going to win our first ball game this year, and then when we win another, then we will have won too. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Well, you heard us say it. It is uh, booming the sunshine right now. Beautiful outside. That snow was something, wasn't it? This is the party line, starting a whole new week, right here on WATA. Well, let's see here. Am I mistaken, or is today March 14th? Am I right? You are correct. Okay. And uh, with that said, it is National Pie Day. Now, we're not talking about something to eat. We're talking about the mathematical function, right? That's correct. 3.14. There you go. Actually, you can carry it out some more, can't you? Oh, yeah. About five or six digits more. I was thinking it was eight places, but maybe it's six. Anyway, National Pie Day. National Potato Chip Day, National Learn About Butterflies Day, National Napping Day. There's one for you. Now, don't make fun of me. um, What? Who's making fun of you? It's a realistic observation (laughs) because you, sir, enjoy napping. Uh, Is that not true? It it isn't that I enjoy it. It just occurs. Well, okay. See, okay. a realistic observation. Yeah. Okay. Well, I <laughs> want to move past that. National Write Down Your Story Day. You know, we should do more of that. 
you know, as I become older, I think about, you know, how, how many things in my life have I told my kids about? And, and, you know, will those stories be lost? And, um, well, anyway. Uh, so, National Write Down Your Story Day. And then today, the last thing mentioned is National Children's Craft Day. Now, yesterday, of course, uh, was Sunday, so we didn't have a show, but I'll give you the, yesterday's list, too. Of course, National Daylight Saving Time, right? That all kicked in yesterday. Did you get up and I had no forward problem. your clock? No, we, all our clocks do it automatically. I woke up a little before 2 and just happened to look at my cell phone, and it changed over like that. Yeah. Right on the second. As it should. Yeah. Yesterday was also a National Good Samaritan Day. National Jewel Day, like um, diamonds and things like that, jewels. Yes. National Canine Veterans Day. Okay. Um... My parents had a dog. It was Carol's dog, my sister. This was before I have any recollection. But that dog went and served in the uh, World War II. And I think, didn't we play a commentary about that? One of Dad's... Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could hear it again if you would like. Well, um, but anyway, yesterday was National Canine Veterans Day, and that's a national event. National Open an Umbrella Indoors Day. Okay, why? Why, <laughs> why do we need that? National Coconut Tort Day. That one's okay. National Earmuff Day. Again, why? But um, National Open and Umbrella Indoors Day. Oh, dear. Well, good morning, folks. Welcome. It's a whole new week. And um, let's see here. What are you looking forward to, Scott, this week? Uh, the college basketball tournaments. Are you kidding me? March Madness. Well, spring training baseball, Major League Baseball. The first thing we need to mention is that Ohio did not make it. The basketball team. No, they lost on Friday night. And um, so their season has uh, possibly come to an end, right? No, they're they're they accepted a bid to play in the. Roman College Basketball Invitational, better known as the CBI. Okay. All the games are played in That's uh, what I meant by possibly. Yeah. Because I had not heard that they had been invited yet. Yeah. So it isn't come to an end. Right. It's not a real big tournament, not a real prestigious tournament, but it's a tournament. Okay. Where is it held? It is being held in Daytona Beach. 
Oh. All the games will play there. Bobcats play Saturday night at 7.30. No TV, but you can stream it on a provider called Flow Hoops, F-L-O-H-O-O-P-S. Now are you talking about a video stream? Yes. Okay. Well, of course, uh, we'll be doing it, right? Uh, yeah, we'll have it on Power 105. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they play Rice University. Is it white or fried? Uh, I think it could be universal, either one, okay. or all of them. Did anyone understand what I just said? Well, I don't know if they did, but I did. Fried rice or white rice? Yeah. Okay. Chinese dish, yeah. typically, yes. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Check. Any other schools in that tournament? Uh, there are 16 teams in it, but... I didn't didn't see any other Mac schools, but I'm surprised that Kent State. Now, some teams they don't want to play in these tournaments because it costs too much money for the athletics departments. But I've always said, if you want these teams to come play in your tournament, then you pay for them to come play, just like bowl games, football bowl games. If you want them to come play in your bowl, then you eat the expenses. Because it's not easy, especially nowadays with you know inflation the way it is and budgets are tight because of the pandemic and schools being shut down. You know, you could go on and on. The trickle-down effect basically has an effect on athletic department budgets. So some schools decline the invitations to these lesser-known tournaments, such as this one. And uh, there's another one, too. Um, uh, college invitational tournament, something like that. There are 16 teams in this tournament. Uh, the games will play 19th through the 23rd. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Now Toledo, another MAC school that made it, they made it in the NIT tournament. Now they will play Dayton, I do believe. That game will take place in Dayton. Dayton was one of the last four teams out of the NCAA tournament. Okay, so Toledo <clears throat> looked pretty good most of the season. Let me ask. Um, forgive my um, poor memory. Who won the MAC? Akron. Okay. Former Ohio coach John Gross and assistant coach Dustin Ford, who used to also be an assistant here yep. with coach John. So they are headed to Portland to play UCLA. And I believe they play on Thursday. So congratulations to John Gross. I'm happy for John and Dustin. You know, I work with those guys, two great guys. You know, I wanted the Bobcats to win, of course. But if they couldn't win, couldn't happen to two better guys right there. Fair enough. Akron beat uh, Okay, so Kent State in the finals. The uh, final, um, no, no, no. The first round is when? Uh, the, the Which tournament? The... Um, the, the one we made. The Bobcats, yeah. they play Saturday night at 7.30. Okay. You can catch all the action. Pre-game starts at 7 okay. on Power 105. Fair enough. And um, the Lady Bobcats, before we go any further, they made it into the women's NIT. Oh, Yeah, cool. they, they will find out who they play and where they play 
today. Well, so, if you don't, if you don't make um, the big one, uh, yeah. the NIT is absolutely the second choice. Yes. And then all these others after that, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, so, so congratulations to the Lady Bobcats. Yeah. And we'll find out again today where they play and who they play. Now, the, in the women's, um, I want to say the NCAA tournament, uh, the teams, I think the home teams host the first round of the game. So the top seeds, top 16 seeds will host the games. Mm-hmm. So um, that's how that unfolds. And unfortunately, the you know, Bobcats didn't make it into the NCAA. Uh, just a side note there about what happens in the women's NCAA tournament, which Ohio State Lady Buckeyes made it in to the women's NCAA tournament. Alrighty. And the Ohio State men's basketball team made it in to the NCAA tournament. They will play Friday in Pittsburgh. Well, there's a far more competitive event going on. And you have something to do with It's the annual Easter egg hunt. (laughs) That's coming up, uh, what, a month from now? April 15th. Okay. Yep. Very popular event. Folks, we hear stories of people that have learned about it over the years or used to live here but will come back to town to participate in it, that sort of thing. It's really fun. And uh, various Easter eggs are hidden in the most amazing places. Um, There's all sorts of prizes. And, um, well, anyway, um, April, what is it again? April 15th. This year, April 15th. So, um, our, our staff has some funny stories over the years. We've been doing this a long time. But, of course, they're hiding things out there the night before. And I guess, you know, some people have been accused of, <laughs> you know, uh, what are you doing back there? <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, and these are in uh, many public places. And I think even the law enforcement has been called a couple times. And But once they know what's going on, they, oh, yeah, they, they get it. And uh, they're very helpful. But um, you know what I'm trying to say, I hope. Um, With people kind of, you know, creeping around and trying to hide an Easter egg in many public places in our community. Um, it's, It's a hoot. Many great stories. I wish I knew them all. 
But anyway, that's coming up. So we can look forward to that. So about a month from now. Um, I guess we should stay on our normal path here. So on this day in history, right? So today is March 14th. Um, in the year 1590, the Battle of Ivory... Ivory, I'm guessing it's Ivory, I-V-R-Y. In that battle, French King Henry IV beats Catholic League French, Catholic League during French Wars of Religion. Isn't it kind of remarkable when you think about it that there were wars over religion? Or how often a religion has been a major aspect of a war. Yep, and it is so written in the scriptures. Mm. In the year 1794, Eli Whitney patents the cotton gin machine, revolutionizing the cotton industry in the southern United States. 1900, Dutch botanist Hugo de Vries rediscovers Mendel's laws of genetics. Also in 1900, the U.S. currency goes on on gold standard after Congress passes the Currency Act. Nineteen forty three, World War Two, Krakow Ghetto is liquidated. And uh, this one I'm going to have a little trouble pronouncing. In 2013, Xi Jinping is named as the new president of the People's Republic of China. Well, let's see here. Let's do some birthdays. So I have a um, a small statue. I I have a collection of interesting little characters in my home. And so this one I have a statue of Albert Einstein. He was born in 1879 on this date. He died in 1955. Albert Einstein. Many of us know some things about him, but, Scott, maybe you can help us oh, with a okay. few more. I thought you were done with that one. Uh, he was a German-born theoretical physicist, widely acknowledged to be one of the greatest physicists of all time. Einstein is best known for developing the theory of relativity, but he also made important contributions to the development of the theory of quantum mechanics. Let's see here. The next person we'll mention is Victor Emmanuel II. 
He was born on this date in 1820. He died in 1878. <coughs> Victor he was a, Emmanuel II. He was a king of Italy. He uh, was also king of Sardinia from 1849 until March of 1861 when he assumed the title of king of Italy and became the first king of an independent United Italy since the 6th century a title he held until his death in 1878. Two who are still alive, Amir Khan, K-H-A-N, today his 57th birthday, and um, uh, Amir Khan, what do we have? He is a British professional boxer, promoter, uh, promoter and philanthropist. He is a former U- unified light welterweight world champion, having held the WBA title from 2009 to 2012 and the IBF title in 2011. At regional level, he held the Commonwealth lightweight title from 2007 to 2008. Uh, someone we had the pleasure of watching a bit just recently in the Olympics, Simone Biles celebrating her 25th birthday today. Very attractive girl. She is an American artistic gymnast with a combined total of 32 Olympic and World Championship medals. Biles is tied as the most decorated gymnast of all time. Biles' seven Olympic medals also ties Shannon Miller for the most Olympic medals won by an American gymnast. Very talented now, two famous deaths to mention today. The first is that of Karl Marx. He was born in 1818. He died on this date in 1883. Karl Marx. He was a German philosopher, critic of political economy, economist, historian, sociologist, political theorist, journalist, and socialist revolutionary. His best-known titles are the 1848 pamphlet, The Communist Manifesto, and the three-volume Das Kapital. He was a socialist. The other deaths uh, to mention today. And um, this was a really interesting guy uh, from my point of view. Stephen Hawking. H-A-W-K-I-N-G. He was born in 1942. He died on this date just a few years, well, Yeah, just a few years ago, 2018. He was an English theoretical physicist, cosmologist, and author who, at the time of his passing, was director of research at the Center for Theoretical Cosmology at the University of Cambridge. Well, uh, did you ever have a chance to listen to him? I don't believe I have. Just uh, the way he spoke was most interesting. Um, rather than the usual stuff, let me just take a moment and break away here. I came. A, 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 we get data, statistics, numbers. Uh, We can do it in real time. We can do it in um, monthly reports, whatever. 
Now, folks, most of you right now are listening to us on your radios. But as as I think you probably also know, we do streaming. So you can be on your computer and listen to us, or you can be on your cell phone and listen to us. We have apps. And when I say we, I mean both WATH and WXTQ each have an app. I think there's also a third one that deals with both of us. Both of our stations, that is. And, you know, if if you had told me, oh, when did I start in this business? 19... 65. I think that's correct. With WCOL in Columbus. You know, the concept of people listening to us on computers. I mean, computers were um, not widely in use then. They were just very much in their early stages. But this whole concept of being being listened to um, outside of your normal signal area is really quite amazing. So I have a copy of a recent report in front of me. Like I said, we can do this on a daily basis. We can do this on a every month basis, whatever, whatever. Have you seen what I'm about to read to you? I have not. Okay. Well, what country do you think we're most listened in? U.S. Well, you're right. Imagine that. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, what, what do you we, think we we're <laughs> what do you think we're listening to next? What country? Uh, I have no idea. Germany. After that, you the, the United Kingdom. <coughs> Excuse me. After that, Canada. Finland, the Philippines, India, Brazil, Korea, France, Argentina, Turkey, India. Uh, Why does India show twice? Oh, I see. Once for AM, once for FM. Taiwan, well, Russia. Okay, you get the idea, right? That's amazing. Okay, so. um, This... Now, when they say listen to, they mean two hours or longer, not just a moment or two, which is, that's impressive to me. So how many people in the United States daily are listening to our stations at least two hours? 6,330 people. 
Now, how does it break down? 3,485 to WXTQ, or Power 105. 2,845 to this station, WATH. Total of them together, 6,330 listeners. Two hours or longer, daily, on the stream. What do you make of that? Uh, it sounds like a lot of people. Isn't that cool? Yeah. When you add all these other countries in, 7,414 listeners. Okay, now. You've got desktops, you got cell phones, and then they have Alexa. Uh, is that one of those little things that sits on your table and you say, Alexa, what time is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So you could say, Alexa, play WATH? I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Um, desktop streaming. Um, 56%. Oh, I see how they're doing this. So of those that are streaming, 56% are doing it via, this is for WATH, the station you're listening to right now. 56% of those listening via stream are doing so on a desktop. 33% via cell phone and 11% via Alexa. But the total of that type of streaming 3,597. WXTQ, very similar. A few more listeners. 4,458. Now, at any given moment, in other words... All these figures so far have been people that tune in and stay there two hours or longer. But when you add up, if someone even just tunes in for a moment, WATH worldwide has 55,657 listeners. WXTQ, 70,928. Isn't that cool? Pretty cool. And any time, we can get that data. And we just discovered we could do so. (laughs) Well... To our advertisers, guess what? It's just another way to show you how happy we are with our business and that we're trying to do a good job for you. Yeah, that's right. And reaching thousands, as you can hear. In thousands that, uh, well, that may. You could reach out to. Yeah, that may get an ear to something your business has to offer. All righty. Let's see here. 
let's turn our attention in these last 15 minutes to the national scene. Uh, first off, Russian attacks expand. At least 35 people were killed and more than 130 injured yesterday after a series of Russian missile strikes on a military training center located in western Ukraine. Less than 15 miles from the nearest border crossing point between the Ukraine and Poland, it marks the deadliest westward attack during the two-week war. Now, at this point, UN officials report at least 575 civilian deaths have been confirmed as of last Friday. This includes 42 children since the start of the war. The true death toll is expected to be significantly higher. Assessments of Russian military deaths vary, ranging from 500 to 6,000. Well, the difficulty in accessing casualties is highly, I'm sorry, highlighted by the siege in the southern city of Maripol, where officials say close to 22,000 people were killed. No, 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 no. Close to 2,200 people were killed in 24 hours following intense shelling. In the capital of Kiev, a swell of Russian ground forces has reportedly advanced to within 15 miles of the center of that city. Finally, Western intelligence suggests Russia may be considering the use of chemical weapons, an act generally considered a war crime by the Geneva Convention. Doesn't sound good at all. Um, changing topics. March Madness. The 68 team field for the NCAA men's college basketball tournament was revealed yesterday. The Gonzaga Bulldogs claiming the top overall seed for the second year in a row. The Zags will be uh, joined by Arizona, Kansas, Baylor. Uh, so those are the top four, so to speak. Uh, let's see. The first... Four teams left out of the tournament, Dayton, Oklahoma, SMU, and Texas A&M. Their games begin tomorrow with the play-in round featuring Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, versus Texas Southern, and Indiana and Wyoming. On the women's side, reigning champs Stanford in South Carolina, Louisville, and North Carolina State notched number one seeds. Their play begins Wednesday. 
the whole chart's out there in many places for you to see. China is having a spurt of new COVID cases. Consequently, they're under lockdown there. 3,400 new cases on Sunday alone. 18 provinces. Provinces are rapidly expanding. What a mess. Here in the U.S., cases have now fallen to 36,000 per day. I'll try to bring in my updated report tomorrow. Um, but I didn't have it ready this morning. Let's turn our attention to the New York Times. Let's see what their take is. A comedian who listens? What is this talking about? Well, let's just read in. National heroes sometimes have humble political origins. Abraham Lincoln was arguably the country's least qualified president, a former one-term member of Congress at the time he took office. Winston Churchill looked like a washed-up politician when Germany invaded Poland in 1939. And Vladimir Zelensky did not seem like an international symbol of courage when Russia began threatening to invade the Ukraine in recent months. But the writer says, in today's newsletter, I want to give you a brief profile of Zelensky, one that goes beyond the one or two sentences many people have heard about him in recent weeks. I'll also link to some of the best profiles of him and podcasts about him for anyone who wants more. So let's here we go. Benny Hill humor. Remember the Benny Hill show? Oh, yes. <clears throat> it says, by now, the basics of Zelensky's background are well known. Before becoming the Ukraine's president, he had been a comedic actor whose best-known role was a teacher who rose to Ukraine's president thanks to a viral video. That show, Servant of the People, was a cross between the West Wing and Monty Python. Zelensky himself has credited Benny Hill, the crude British comedian, as an influence. Well, as a film actor and sitcom star, Zelensky's thrived in the role of the everyman, often playing the average guy who wins over the beautiful woman seemingly beyond his reach. Zelensky threw, grew up in the fading and polluted industry city, the son of an engineer and computer science professor, he is Jewish in a country with a brutal history of anti-Semitism 
His first language was Russian. But he is a Ukrainian. He ran for president back in 2019 with his charmingly populist campaign that evoked his character as servant of the people. It helped that the billionaire owner of the network that broadcast the show promoted Zelensky's candidacy, including with a documentary that aired on the eve of the election comparing him to Ronald Reagan. Well, this goes on and on, but the bottom line is Zelensky... I'm pretty impressed with. He, he does have a manner of catching your eye and your heart. And he's on camera often speaking. Do you share that? Well, I'd say he's hanging pretty tough. For what they are undergoing. Yes, indeed. Well, we'll try to have more details on this as uh, the week goes by. Um, let's see, we did this. I brought in a silly thing the other day. And Scott goes, What? Okay. I did. Well, I thought you did. I don't think that was me. Oh, maybe it was somebody else. Probably so. I kind of liked them. <laughs> they oh, were did f- you? Okay. Yeah, I I didn't have that reaction, I don't believe. Well, here, then you want to pick a few out? No, you do it. Okay. It's, it's your list. So this so is entitled... Knock it out. 101 Best Bad... Funny puns. P-U-N-S. <clears throat> okay, now, like the first one I didn't get. But that's not, I'm not into current music. But why did Adele cross the road? To say hello from the other side. Now, you see, Adele's a singer, and she has a song to that effect. And so I didn't get it. You didn't? No. Oh, I did, as soon as you said it there. Number two, what kind of concert only costs 45 cents? A 50-cent concert featuring Nickelback. Now, if we have to explain it, it's... it's Okay, so there's a, a current music group out there called Nickelback now. And they're very popular. But get it? Yeah, and there's one called 50 Cent. Get it? Is Even there more? Really? Yes, there is. <laughs> you, oh. get, you get it even more now? Then I didn't. <laughs> I knew Nickelback. I didn't know there was a 50 Cent. Yeah. Act. Yep. Okay, what did the grape say when it got crushed? Nothing. It just let out a little wine. 
Number four, I want to be cremated as it is my last hope for a smoking hot body. Time flies like an arrow, fruit flies like a banana. To the guy who invented zero, thanks for nothing. Okay. I had a crazy dream last night. I was swimming in an ocean of orange soda. Turns out it was just a fantasy. Now, do we need to explain any of this? I, I got it. Okay. You can if you want. No, I don't really. A, a crazy wife says to her husband that moose are falling out of the sky. The husband says it's reindeer. For reindeer. Number nine, ladies, if he can't if he can't appreciate your jokes, you need to let that man go. Man go. Mm-hmm. Are these so corny that they're no good? Okay. Oh, I I don't know. Some people may be enjoying them. You are, aren't you? Well, I'm hoping somebody does. Geology rocks geography is where it's at. There you go. What was Forrest Gump's email password? One Forrest One. <laughs> run Forrest Run One mm. Forest One. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? I heard the food was good, but it had no atmosphere. (laughs) Can February, March? No, but April, May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Need an ark to save two of every animal? I know a guy. Your turn. I don't trust the stairs because they're always up to something. Next, smaller babies may be delivered by stork, but the heavier ones need a crane. Oh, I get it. Well, I think we've had enough of this for one day. Have a marvelous day, and we'll see you tomorrow. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. 
I'm Vicki Barker in London. In the darkness that is Ukraine, a tiny ember of hope. Peace talks have restarted today, and both sides say there has been substantial progress. At the very least, Ukraine is hoping for a temporary ceasefire to evacuate civilians from the hardest-hit areas. CBS's Charlie Daggett in the capital, Kiev. Some 2.7 million people have fled the Russian invasion, but not this man's family. He spoke at a refugee fundraiser in L.A. My family want to stay till the end in Ukraine. We offered to them to try to go to Poland, but they say that this is our land and they will fight till the end. But Ukraine's neighbors are starting to buckle under the weight of those who have not stayed to fight. CBS's Steve Futterman is at the Polish border. The massive number of refugees that have now entered Poland is approaching 1.8 million. That number seems certain to top 2 million, possibly by the end of this week. But now we are hearing concerns for the first time from Polish officials. They are saying that some locations, especially these smaller towns on or near the border, are running out of space. And this news just in, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky will address both houses of Congress on Wednesday.